Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Any Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. All right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. For the sake, Seth, keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not America's This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Okay, TMZ is on in the studio, so is Fox News. And so I'm every day, all day during the show, inundated with like what's happening in the world and also TMZ. Which is also what's happening in the world. It's just stuff that doesn't matter as much. They're talking about the Super Bowl. And I was going to not really talk about the Super Bowl, but here's, here's the conundrum. My relationship with football is very complicated because I am a huge fan of the game of football. I... Pour my interest in football and watching football games into Notre Dame because I am a Notre Dame fan in law. My husband, massive Notre Dame fan and has always been a Notre Dame fan. Why? We are not Catholic. We are actually Lutheran. And when it comes to supporting Notre Dame and if you wear Notre Dame stuff, there is a, usually a pretty fair assumption that there's probably some sort of Catholic tie there. Would you agree? Uh, I Now that you say it, I yeah, I think so. I wouldn't have Touched thought that Jesus. as the first thing, but yeah. yeah. So the reason my husband is a fan of Notre Dame football specifically, he doesn't watch Notre Dame basketball. There's nothing else. No, no. Notre Dame. Especially with Notre Dame. That is, I mean, they're, they're competitive at other things. Yeah. <laughs> Regale me with your NCAA knowledge of Notre Dame athletics. I know that they have a strong football program. You Correct. don't hear their name with a lot else. Well, That's all. They've competed with basketball. Um, anywho. Notre Dame has uh, broadcast rights have been owned by NBC for a long time. We grew up in that time frame of no cable, no satellite, no nothing. Which meant if you were going to sit down and watch football and not have cable, 
you could count on seeing Notre Dame when you were a little kid. When he was a little boy, he was watching Notre Dame football on Saturdays. He became a fan. I love that story because to me it's about as pure of a fandom as you can get. You're exposed to it. You pay attention to it. And it grows with you. So he is super into it. My dad was a season ticket holder for the St. Louis Rams. I went to so many tragically awful NFL football games and truly cheered the Rams on every game knowing that this Sunday is exciting because they'll find out a new crappy way to lose. And would go back every Sunday. My, my brother, who played football at Eversville High School, would go with my dad until he went to college. So when he went away, I was the person who would go. I loved the experience, even as bad as the football was. was a big Rams fan. Loved watching the NFL. Loved Sundays to go sit down and watch the game. Loved it. The product is great. The sport is great. Very interested in it. What the NFL did to St. Louis is so wrong that I'm disgusted by it. So there has been there have been years where I have been very angry at the NFL. In those years, there was kneeling right before the, the NFL left St. Louis. Those Rams players came out of the tunnel, hands up, don't shoot, bullcrap lie that they decided to perpetuate here in St. Louis. Um, a lot of that stuff happened, but my disgust with the NFL preceded any of that. So I had emotionally and mentally tried to check out because it wasn't good for my health to just like wake up to despise the NFL. Like I didn't need to do it. They weren't here. I need to figure out how to move on. Let's move on. A little bit of a woman scorned at first, but moving past it. So you get to the point where it's 2024. I am very much so disengaged and disinterested with the NFL. There's no Sunday that goes by where I'm like, gosh, I just really wish I could watch the NFL and not do it with disdain. I don't think about it. It's just not part of the deal. I understand and respect the spectacle that is the Super Bowl. I am a huge fan of sports, so I love watching competition. So I, I've gotten to my point. I don't know if it's – I'm going to be 40 in April. That's a show for a different day. But I'm trying really hard to not waste energy being actively – vengeful about things that have no conclusion. And I think that the NFL for me was one of those things. So it's like time to not be really hostily angry at the NFL anymore about the the connection to how they screwed St. Louis over and how St. Louis will inevitably screw up the money that they got in compensation from Kroenke and all that. So it's, it's I, th- I think yesterday was the first time that I have sat down to watch the Super Bowl, maybe in five years. Wow. My brother-in-law was having a party, invited us over. My kids definitely wanted to go play with their cousins. And it was like, okay, we'll go. Enjoy- we would definitely enjoy the company. We'll go. And so I sat down and I watched the first half, watched through the Usher halftime, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it existed. Yeah. It's, it, <laughs> and then we got about, good. I think it might have been like four or five minutes into the third quarter, and my oldest daughter was kind of ready to go home. Like, she's like, because we had talked about maybe leaving early, my dad was going to bring the rest of the kids back to us. She's like, if you guys go home, I'd be ready to go home. Jared's still kind of dealing with the after effects of having surgery. I've been sick. 
I was super okay with heading out. So we left and we had enjoyed the time and the company that we, we shared. And I enjoyed watching the football game. I did not know who I was rooting for. And I said to my dad, I was like, the number one thing I don't want to do here is come into this game, not care at all who wins and loses, find myself cheering for somebody halfway through, and then be disappointed when that team loses. That was exactly what I did. Yeah! <laughs> Except that I was rooting for the Chiefs, so I didn't come away disappointed. I Although I did not care before yesterday. So we left. It was maybe three or four minutes into the third quarter. Went home, and my daughter and I played Lego Fortnite. And I was sitting there, I was like, gosh, you know, I probably for tomorrow should know like how this game ended. Because when I left, the 49ers had been in command of the game the whole time. And I turned my phone on, YouTube TV on my phone, right before first and 10, 15 minutes of overtime, 1919. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh. So then I set my phone up and we kind of watched towards the end. And I, I realized, you know what, I kind of want to see the Chiefs win this game. I was, I'm, I'm good with that. And then they showed Brock freaking Pur- Purdy on the sideline while Mahomes has the ball, and you just know what's going to happen next. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that is so sad. <laughs> and I was like, God dang it. Because I don't, I, I have really kind of softened up in my, my professional sports. All I can do is think about, and I think this is just from being a mom, all I can think about is mom or dad. I know what it's like to want and will for your kid uselessly, unaffectively in a completely inconsequential athletic situation. What is that like? To see your son when they show Brock Purdy on the sideline, and everyone kind of just knows what happens next before it's happened. And I really like what I know of him. And I was just sad. (laughs) It's like, God dang it, this is the number one thing I didn't want to have happen. It was one of the saddest moments of the the whole Super Bowl was after it had happened. They had a shot of Brock Purdy on the sidelines. Yeah. And all the confetti was almost covering him. Yeah. You could barely see him. And the dude was probably on the verge of tears, although it was so zoomed in because the shot had to be so far away. It was really hard to see the detail. But he was he was just sitting there. Yeah. And there's confetti everywhere and this huge party going on all around him. And he's going, if I could have just thrown it in the end zone near the end of the game, that was it. If we would have just made that extra point. Oh, well, I mean, there's even, a lot of, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of them. But yeah, they it missed was, an extra point? Yep. They, yeah, they're, the I last touchdown of their, of their their last touchdown, their extra point attempt got blocked. And the difference in that game was that they, they wouldn't have gone into overtime. Kansas City would have had to go for a touchdown at the end to put it into overtime. My interest in Brock Purdy is his faith and his willingness to share it. And when when they were when we were talking about it at the beginning of the game before anything had materialized or whatever, I was like, "Gosh, dang it! If Brock Purdy goes out and wins the Super Bowl after being this outspoken Christian, fearlessly, somewhat forcefully mm-hmm. outspoken Christian, there's a very easy narrative that follows that like he won that Super Bowl game because he's a Christian." And that's not the story. As a Christian, I mean, as somebody who, I mean, I've been, I've been raised in Christian education. I was raised in a Lutheran school. I went to a Lutheran high school. 
Um, I raised my kids with my husband in a Lutheran home, which is to say Christian. I mean, that's that that happens to be the distinction that we are, but that's I'm not making that distinction to separate myself from other Christians. If there's one thing that I've really learned personally in a, an incredibly raw way, it's that my experience, my up-close experience with Jesus is the most personal through suffering. And I thought to myself, good grief. Like the, the Christian, I mean, if you're advocating for the 49ers because you've always been a Niners fan and Brock Purdy happens to be a great quarterback who happens to be a Christian, you don't, you don't change your affection for Brock Purdy and the 49ers and you're wanting them to win or you're, unwillingness. I know I've talked to people last night specifically who were like, it's hard for me to root for the 49ers because as a Rams fan, you didn't root for the 49ers. You did not like the 49ers. If, if the Cardinals somehow left St. Louis and the Cubs were in the world series and they had a great starting pitcher who was going to lead off that game pitching and was a super outspoken, spoken Christian, you would appreciate that. You would respect that. You would still struggle going, go Cubs, go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, for me, not being anywhere close to the passion that exists that I have known in real life as a Cardinals fan, I was at, I was at the National League uh, championship game. I think it was Waka versus Kershaw, mm-hmm. and we that's when we won mm-hmm. to go to the World Series. I hope I'm remembering that right. It was a game six. I was at that game. I got to experience what it was like to win. I wasn't thinking about Clayton Kershaw's mom when I was sitting (laughs) up in the stands cheering because we had played a great game. Like, that was a different experience. It is tribal. It's what professional sports is about. But as somebody who was apart from the Super Bowl game, didn't effectively care, didn't need to – I don't need to come on here today and, like, slam the Super Bowl and and – you know, crap all over the NFL. I just didn't need to do that. Getting to know Brock Purdy, understanding that the biggest part of the personal story of Brock Purdy that has transcended however many touchdowns he's gotten or yards, whatever, was that he is an outspoken Christian. Last night before the game started, I'm like, gosh, his story doesn't get better if he wins. Not that part of the story. Not the, not the witness part of the story. Because Jesus isn't in the business of winning football games or grade school volleyball games. It's not about that. God blesses us with these talents and gives us the opportunity and the platform at times to witness about what your personal relationship is with your faith. And, you know, that's no different, really, from other people who have other faiths. There are opportunities for other people to witness whatever their faith walk is, if it doesn't look like Brock Purdy's or mine or whatever, then um, all these individual personalities, athletes have those options and they can use their time with whatever they want to use. Patrick Mahomes, I saw briefly on a clip, I wasn't watching it live when it happened, when Patrick Mahomes went up on the stage, I believe he said, all glory glory to to God. God. Glory to God. And that's, I see that and, and I think that's awesome. It's the first thing, unless I, I, like I said, I didn't watch front to back the whole thing, but I saw the clip. Both of these men are doing that. And God didn't pick Patrick Mahomes. He didn't 
Patrick Mahomes wasn't a better Christian, so he won the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy wasn't a lesser Christian, so he lost the Super Bowl. And it's easy to see people who come out and make take these opportunities to talk about their faith. It really chafes some people the wrong way, which I think is an important thing to notice if it's really agitating to you. Something's, something's working there. But when I, when I was catching myself rooting for Brock Purdy because he was a Christian, I myself was like, snap out of it. That's the wrong <laughs> yeah. thing here. I mean, the, the, the victory that you see Brock Purdy talking about all the time is his, regardless of the outcome of a Super Bowl game. And it is more important and valuable than a Super Bowl ring. And that message from both of the quarterbacks that in their life, in their priority, they have the same priority, it seems. I don't know enough about these men to like go toe-to-toe with this detail and that detail. But on my outsider impression, what made it through to my very shallow level of interest in the event, both of those men had an opportunity in victory and defeat to shine a light on something that was important to them. And it was their faith. And I say more power to them because that is counterculture. And we're in a position right now where more than anything, we need those kinds of messages, positive messages, selfless messages. Even if it's not, if it's a secular thing, talking about blessing other people, you don't have to have, a Christian faith or a faith to understand selflessness and its value. And with those two men, I saw, I saw a reflection of that. And I think it's a pretty positive thing. It's one of my favorite things about watching the Super Bowl, actually, is just seeing who, who's going to thank God in their speeches. It's one of the, I, I honestly <laughs> would rather tune in sometimes for the speeches part, just because I, it makes me happy to see people using their platform like that. Uh, in a way that I just I just really identify with, because it is it's not something that they're going. You know what you should do? You should go up there and talk about God. It's like the last thing they want you to do, <laughs> and they still do it, which is why I think it's so neat. And I also think that it's okay to do it in long form. I mean, I I saw a clip of Brock Purdy talking about why Psalm twenty three is so important to him and explaining his relationship mm-hmm. through the entire season with Psalm twenty three. Like I was interested in that as a Christian. But also, when you're Patrick Mahomes and you've just won the Super Bowl and the first thing you said is, you know, first and foremost, all glory to God, that still counts. Yeah. You don't, people don't need to be preached to, but we should be bold enough, like either one of these gentlemen who are choosing to do it in their own way, to say, hey, before we get to the party of it, I just want you to know what my first priority is. Mm -hmm. Establish it and you can move on. That is a, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. And to your point, it is... I don't want to. I don't want to belittle Patrick Mahomes when I say this, but it is a thousand percent easier to say all glory to God when you're hoisting the Lombardi Trophy over your head. But you have a real chance to to speak your Christian faith whenever you're watching somebody else hoist the Lombardi Trophy over their head, the one that you didn't win, and still say all glory to God. And it would also be very easy to forget in that moment that you have just achieved. Was he the MVP? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has to be, right? Um, I know it's been established. I just don't know. When you realize what your football talents have just done for yourself and your team, Mm -hmm. and you get the chance to hoist the Lombardi trophy on a stage Mm -hmm. with confetti all around you, it would be very easy to forget to say Mm -hmm. that. And he didn't. So, Second best part of the game, though. You didn't mention it. 
the Christopher Walken ad. I didn't see it. Oh, man. I was thinking about you the whole time we were watching it. Oh, you guys. It was great. Just so you know, you got to go watch it. Hmm. (laughs) It's a bunch of people. Do I have to? You have to. It's a bunch of people talking to Christopher Walken, doing an impression of him while they're talking to him. Are you in it? I would like to have been. I was not. I would like to have been. It was people going, let me get that door for you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Man. All right, let's take a quick break. Go vote in YouTube live chat poll. Have you personally noticed obvious instances of shrinkflation? Are you getting less for spending the same amount of money or more? That's what shrinkflation is. Let us know. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Any Fry Show. This is Yahoo got a report out. I don't know that this matters for anything, but Usher apparently got married in Vegas after the halftime show. That sounds like a Vegas trip to me. No kidding. Yeah, that's quite a day. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big day because he announced a big tour too. Yahoo says Usher reportedly said, yeah. <laughs> In Las Vegas on... Can you imagine? Do you take... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Got a little John in the background. <laughs> okay. Do, <laughs> he's doing the wedding. He's officiating it. Um, not only did the 45-year-old OMG crooner light up the Super Bowl halftime show stage delivering a spectacular performance... Yada, yada, yada. But he also tied the knot to his longtime boo, Jennifer G-O-I-C-O-E-C-H-E-A-M. <laughs> Say it. Go with Jennifer Kashinka. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jennifer. <laughs> Go Goikochia? I don't know. Yeah, Goikochia. <laughs> um... We've obviously made a commitment to life for life together because of our children. Oh. It wouldn't be odd for us to get married. We already did here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, quote, unquote. <laughs> this is solid re- logic right there. I'm just there. reading what Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah. That logic is undeniable. I've never been a writer, Ryan, but when you're sitting and you're trying to write a story and you come up with the line, Usher reportedly said, quote, 
yeah, end quote, in Las Vegas on February 11th, how much and how long do you smile to yourself? Uh, there's no smiling involved. What you do is you pat yourself on the back and you say, great work, everyone. You're talking just to yourself. <laughs> and the article basically writes itself after that. So you feel pretty good about it because you know that you got your first line that's, in. That's the line. Yep. We've done it. We've done it. Like you yell like you're in a press room yelling it, but there's nobody there. Any other takeaways? Would you guys, I watched the halftime show, but the party that I was at, like they, a lot of people were more interested in coming together to spend time with each other than they were to like, there was no face paint or anything like that. So the football game was on, but more people were casually checking the score every once in a while than we're watching play by play. So I didn't really see any of the commercials. I paid attention to the halftime show because I was interested in the songs he did. And then it's like, oh, you hear him do a song. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. He does this song. I thought it was I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Was there my did he have trouble with his mic? Was he not loud enough? I don't. I, I didn't. I wasn't paying that close of attention enough to say, "Oh boy, he's having mic problems." But I could see when he was dancing, the mic was moving all <laughs> over the place in front of his face. So I'm like, "Okay, so he's probably lip syncing then, because that mic would not be picking up all of his audio very well." Is there anything else from the Super Bowl event that you guys thought was important or impactful to discuss? Um, no. The the commercials i thought there were a couple of really good commercials but you know i don't know if you care about those i loved that christopher walken one you've got to see that thing (laughs) you have to see it and then uh the the arnold schwarzenegger one for state farm is getting a lot of attention where he says like a good neighbor (laughs) i like it It was funny um and then there was a reese's peanut butter cup ad that was fantastic that nobody's talking about which one uh, they they introduced the idea that they're going to start putting caramel in some of the big cups. Which, first of all, I, I just like, am a I'm, fan. I'm a huge, huge. Uh, I'm just hugely surprised that Ryan's report on Reese's commercial is not about how clever the commercial was, but the latest in Reese's <laughs> news. Yeah, it really was because I saw the Reese's commercial and I'm like, oh, they're just going to do something Reese's, and they're like, hey, we're adding Reese's or we're adding caramel to the Reese's, and then my ears shot up like a dog, like, oh, oh yeah, what's that? And so I watched the ad, and the ad was really funny because the people in the ad were just watching the Super Bowl, and they'd say, we're going to change Reese's. And they'd go, no! And they'd just start smashing their head like into the wall and stuff. And they go, but we're going to put caramel in it. And they go, yay! And then they start repairing the walls and repairing everything <laughs> that, they, that they had ri- ruined. And they go, um, and then they go, wait a minute, does that mean you won't have the original Reese's and they all freak out again. They start destroying everything again. And the announcer goes, no, we'll still have the original too. And they go, oh, yay. And then it's plastering everything back up again. Alex on the Annie Fry YouTube channel says Reese's peanut butter cups used to be bigger and now they're coming out with a bigger size that gets to the original size, but for more money. He's spot on. I saw that comment earlier and I said, excellent observation, sir. The YouTube live chat poll on the Annie Fry YouTube channel is, have you personally noticed obvious instances of shrinkflation? Yes or no? I think Reese's peanut butter cups are a great example yep. of how they've gotten smaller over time. But I need to see, I, I need like a the science picture of uh-huh. here's what it looked like in 1985, here's what it looks like in 2024. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that exists. I, I think facts. you can look it up. But that there is no doubt that when you bought a Snickers bar in 1985, it was way bigger than the Snickers bar you're buying right now. For sure. Look it up for sure. A Reese's is a great example of that, too, because now they've introduced all different sizes of Reese's, not just the big cup, 
but you can get the snack size, which is a smaller cup. I think that they really got away with changing them. Like if if you look at around Halloween, like even the mini cups, there are multiple sizes of those. Yeah. It's, it's excessive. It's it's a little much. It's almost like you confuse the market so much that when you reintroduce the normal package, there are so many options out there that people won't remember. I think think you're onto something. Did they ever like start? Downsizing, shrinking these things because of the backlash of the like the super size me. I do think that there is something to the push to have nutrition labels on everything that in order to make it mm-hmm. not look so obnoxiously unhealthy, they just make them smaller. So it is unhealthy. The quantity is the question that you have to answer. If they make them smaller and it's like, oh, it's just a 200 calorie package now instead of a $450 of ca- calorie package. Yeah. That's probably something to it, too. It does drive me. The way they've worked around a lot of that, too, is to you buy a package of gummy bears. Serving size? And, yeah. How many <laughs> servings are in this? Five? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Ser- serving size, three bears. Have you ever looked at something that's a bag? Like, maybe it's a bigger bag of chips. Have you ever... Are you finishing that bag of chips no matter what? Have you ever looked at the serving size and it says it's four or five servings? And you're like, I could eat this whole bag of chips easily. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. ever looked at the serving size and pulled back on it because of the serving size is suggesting that it's... Only with sugar. So if it's saying, hey, I've, I've got this amount... You know, if you ate the whole bag, it was going to be 100 grams of sugar. I go, well, then I probably need to pull back on it. Is that post-diabetes? I, I think I've always done that a little bit just out of... A conscience. I don't believe I, you. <laughs> I no. have doubts on that. Uh, it, it, it's more pronounced post-diabetes. Whoa, 100 Brad. grams of sugar? I think you went from, whoa, 100 grams of sugar, to, whoa, 100 grams of sugar. That's fair. Ryan eats like elf yes. in the five, seven food groups. <laughs> Except candy, he puts syrup corn, on his spaghetti. And I'm like, dude, don't mix your genres. Yeah, that's where you draw the line. Don't do that. Everything else is fine. The way he decorates. Can fine. you name how many of the food groups of Buddy the Elf can you name? Oh man, is it candy, syrup, candy corn, and then one other one, right? Candy canes. No, there's more. Candy than canes. That. I thought it was four. I was thinking it was more than that. It wasn't. A, I thought it was maybe five, and like sodas was one, but uh, that doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Bobo Farm says uh, to shrinkflation. Yes, double stuffed Oreos are in fact not double stuffed anymore. Agree or disagree? I disagree with that. I, I don't think the amount of cream in an Oreo has changed. The amount of Oreos in a package has changed, for sure. But I don't think they've changed the uh, double stuff and triple stuff. Dennis says granola bars that used to be 1.5 ounces are now 1.2 ounces in the same size wrapper. Preach. <laughs> Bob said, I voted yes. My chicken started laying smaller eggs and demanding more food. I caught them trying to unionize and had to cook a few to squelch the uprising. Yeah. Bob. There's a children's book Bob about goes hard. that. <laughs> There's a children's book about there that. There is. Kenton said shrink inflation is used as an excuse for Biden's failed policies. Biden wants to blame all the companies in America for what's going on with the economy. It is interesting that all of the different things we're talking about that have led to shrinkflation, that Joe Biden has used the levers of power and re- government regulation to affect a ton of change on the economy. But this is the one that he wants the companies to fix themselves. Yes, because it's it's so outside of anything he could do 
that he's like, you know what we should do? I'm going to complain about this one because nobody can hold me accountable for it. David says, we run greenhouses and have had to implement shrinkflation. Now, instead of a four-pack of plants, you get a three-pack at the same price the four-pack used to sell for. We had to do it to stay in business. Important point there because businesses, you know, one side's going to say, like David, and I'm pretty sure if he's typing in on a YouTube chat about his personal business that he knows what he's talking about, are saying, this is what we have to do Mm -hmm. to keep up with rising costs everywhere else. If you are a nursery and you're selling flowers, you're probably also delivering bark mulch and you're also delivering rock and uh, whatever else it might be. You're probably, you have a fleet of vehicles. And if you have to pay uh, 30%, 40% more in gasoline, that affects your bottom line. If you have to, in the state of Illinois, uh, pay people $15 an hour instead of $12 an hour, that affects your bottom line. If you're required to provide a bunch of benefits for people or, you know, paid time off, which at the state of Illinois they are now requiring across a certain amount of circumstances, that affects your bottom line. All of these things that are put upon businesses as a something that they are forced to do, not something that they are offering to attract better help, ends up costing a lot of money and then they've where does who ends up paying in, at the end it's always the consumer and it, it sure seems like Joe Biden wants to have his cake and eat it too or his ice cream and eat it too there I'll make a cheap ice cream shot he goes after private business all the time yeah he's a democrat blr said girl scout cookie season those boxes are much smaller than they used to be and Jackie added, shrinkflation, Girl Scout cookies, more money, less cookies. I think that's something a lot of people have noticed for sure. Let's get to the results of the poll. Go get your vote in right now on the Andy Fry YouTube live chat. We'll wrap up the show here and hand it over to Mark Reardon in about uh, 17 minutes. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. I love this song. Very nervous right now. <laughs> this is the Drop your glasses, shake your... I'm like, hi, hi, hi. This song is like straight out of my youth. And it reminds me very much of like a time that I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that part of my life. It takes you back to a moment. Yeah, it's nice. But then at the same time, it's just... 
It's gone. That <laughs> that Annie does not exist anymore. Yeah. It's funny though when you have kids who are now, like as I have children who are in middle school, will be in high school next year. Some of the things there's just this slow revelation as your kids age that you are not like it's not like you were taken off the shelf when they were born to exist <laughs> and that you that things that you would understand or know culturally that they've never it's it's not that they didn't think you knew those things they've never considered the possibility that you exist outside of them or have existed outside of them isn't it weird too to think that your kids are Right now, I don't know if they're quite minor, not quite old enough, but they may be getting there soon. That they're going to start having those songs that they're going to that are going to mark moments in their life, and oh, you yeah, don't know they absolutely what in the world them. they are. Most of them, for my daughters, are Taylor Swift songs. What's oh, already happening? Big time! Oh, completely. Hmm. One of them for my son is Chicken Wing. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Sounds tasty. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna. That sounds like a children's song. Chicken and macaroni, <laughs> chilling with my homies. So he thinks about that when he was like real little? Or is that a no, now that's, song? That's got a Legitimately beat to his walk-up music two yeah. seasons ago for <laughs> baseball. There are some moms who have the kids in their car right now that are like, Annie knows chicken wing. Yes, I do. I know the dance. I knew the Fortnite dance to it. I know the Burger King song was a big thing for a while. Whopper, 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 <laughs> yeah. Whopper, Junior and Dope. I don't know. But that was a song that when my son's baseball team would hit a home run, I would play that song for them. Because <laughs> I did music. That was That's a nationwide thing. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was all over the place. I was unaware of it until last summer. How did it become a thing? Didn't that commercial happen? In COVID? No, something like... It was something tragic happened, and then they were like, let's go to commercial. Oh, yeah. Russia invaded Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> CNN so they were was, reporting CNN on it. CNN was like, let's, uh, like, <laughs> Russia has invaded Ukraine. We'll be right back after this. Whopper, 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 junior <laughs> double. Blood. And it was, like, the whole world is just sitting there with their jaw dropped like this. <laughs> and Burger King was like. No! What? <laughs> what are you doing? Give me my money back for that ad. <laughs> we, we, we this invasion that. brought to you by... <laughs> we did that the other day. I think when you were out, uh, it happened. We were talking about something pretty serious or or whatever. It was like the mood was one thing. And then, boom, the Lumi ad came on. <laughs> we love our sponsors. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't like a, a North County invading uh, South County it was situation. Not quite that. And we were yeah. like, let's hear about body. Odor. It was not quite that. <laughs> it's North County. St. Charles County invading North County. <laughs> Vladimir Elam out there. Oh, careful. That was a joke. <laughs> You're going to get us in trouble. I didn't... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not interested in local politics. We got plenty of people on the station who cover that stuff. <laughs> Somebody needs to cut that and send it to Mike. No, <laughs> no. Stop. I'm trying to. I'm dramatically trying to think of how to completely shift the topic of conversation. <laughs> I'm looking at polling. You want to talk about polling? I don't. Still okay. don't. Still don't. Okay. Mm-mm. Just making sure. Do you think that the Joe Biden her report from last week is going to? Do you feel as that it is as politically? 
uh, dangerous for him on Monday as you did on Friday. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it, that's That's been a sea change of a story because it was like it gave credence to what everybody already knew. So it's not as if nobody had discovered this about Joe Biden yet. But now it's in a report from his own DOJ. Now it's it's like licensed to talk about it for everybody. Well, the thing about it to me that was so devastating wasn't just that it was in the report. If it's in the report, you can just kind of let that simmer because people aren't going to remember that. He had to come out in that press conference that night. And then when he comes out in the press conference, he does the exact thing that the report accused him of. He screws up the name of of the president, or well, he screws up the country of, of of Egypt and calls him Mexico, opening the gates to get aid into Gaza, and then has other gaffes and does all the things that the report's like, hey. Did you say gaffes or gas? Gaffes. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, if he came on, he had gas. That would be another <laughs> story, and it would be a different story. <laughs> like it tracks. <laughs> Well, the Biden campaign co-chair Mitch Landry has come out with this essential threat. I'm in the process of doing it right now and and demonstrating that the president's accomplishment have really been second to none. And Joe Biden's going to get up every day. The one thing Joe Biden is never going to do is count on this. He is never, ever going to quit because that's not what he's done his entire life, notwithstanding the fact that, by the way, he lost another child early in his life and he got up and he went to work. And then he had difficulty with his other son and he got up and he went to work and he's going to keep doing that uh, as we move the country forward. He talked about losing a child, and he what did he do? He got up and went to work. I'm pretty sure in Hunter Biden's memoir, he talks about how um, when that accident happened with Joe Biden's wife and, and daughter, I think mm-hmm. it was, that yeah. died, that uh, Hunter was like, Dad decided to go on with his campaign for Senate, like it, like immediately. There was, there was a time to mourn, and Joe Biden's decision was to keep going. Yeah. There's a Hunter Biden rev, uh, revelation in his book there. So... I, I I have wondered how uh, I've wondered how this is going to age, no pun intended whatsoever, the story. And now that it's out there and that phrase like well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory is out there. It's almost like we have a label for the file folder to put all of these future instances in. I was going to say the same thing. And it's I, I don't think. I think that it, it, it um, confirms for people who are on the fence in the middle that there may not be Trump supporters, but they can't give this guy four more years. And for obvious, obvious reasons, for certain. The YouTube live chat poll for today. Have you personally noticed obvious instances of shrinkflation, yes or no? Ryan, have you? Oh, absolutely. Anything other than what we've t- talked about? Uh, there's salmon patties we used to buy that were four in a pack, and then one day there was three, and now there's two, and it's the same price. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh so it doubled in price. Yes. What about you? Uh, yeah. One of my favorite sushi restaurants, you go there, and they used to, like, all you can eat, but they have removed a lot of the different types of rolls off of that menu that you can't get in all you can eat anymore. Yeah. I certainly have as well in, in the majority. It's just mostly, I think, in, like, fast food. And restaurant portions, the prices are so high, and what you get out of it is not nearly what you used to get for a lesser amount. We asked you on the Anyfry YouTube live chat poll, have you personally noticed obvious instances of shrinkflation? And 79% of you said yes. We're all in good company there. 79% are right. That's right. Uh, Mark Reardon on 97.1 FM Talk in just a few Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.